genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we prepare to go to a play and analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man 2, one early 2000s ballad minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. (laughs) I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Rick from the Mad Max Minute. And I'm Julia, also from Mad Max Minute. Welcome, folks. Happy to have you here. Yeah. Um, Today we have you on. uh, It's not really a car chase minute yet, but we're doing minute 24, which begins with... Peter gazing into his closet and ends with Mary Jane saying, you never know who's coming uh, while she's preparing for her play. (laughs) That that shot of him looking into his closet is like a full like seven seconds between yesterday and and today. Uh, It's a really obnoxiously long shot of him peering into his closet. We got to like slide into this ballad, you know, we got to really ramp up to mm-hmm. the the emotions of the twangy. Is it a guitar or a banjo? What's going on in the background here? What uh, well, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's hold on by jet. Mm. Um, so it's the band okay. jet, which is uh very 2004 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, this is one of their few ballads and, Fair. uh, Typically, you know, they they're more known for like uh, sort of like a grun- like a grungy garage rocky kind of throwback okay. kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. When I cast my mind back to two thousand four, the last thing I remember about Jet is their ballads. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they always had such a more energetic tone when they mm-hmm. were playing. That the song was playing, and I was like, "Who the heck is this?" And I was going down the soundtrack list and i saw jet on there and i was like there's no way that this is jet i know what jet sounds like and that's not jet well you know it it is it is jet absolutely it is (laughs) it definitely is yeah uh i uh so i need to um I just need to criticize Peter here on his suit and jeans combo. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, early 90s comedian combo, the Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> if you will. Not a good look. Not a good look. If you're going to do the jeans with the with the sports coat, fine, but wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Otherwise, wear a, wear a freaking suit. Wear uh, a suit. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. It's uh, like, you know, it's funny you went with the jeans. I thought you were going to criticize the use of wire hangers. <laughs> well, I they, like the wire maybe hangers. they came with the apartment yeah like, i know he's you know new york poor and whatnot but mm. i mean i have a little bit of self-respect i mean go back to aunt may's grab a couple of plastic hangers if anything else you know i think my biggest problem is that he hasn't bothered to untie the tie hanging in the closet Oh, that's like <laughs> no, of laziness. Yeah, yeah, it's just hanging over <laughs> yeah. the hanger with the suit coat, 
which is all on the same hanger with a spare hanger sitting right next to it. Yeah. It's very boy in his early 20s. I kind of love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I nailed this I nailed this not once. I don't want to try to deal with it again. Oh, I think I think I don't think he knows how to tie a tie. I think Aunt May did that and he's just oh, been too afraid probably. to undo it since. <laughs> I don't want to play to like masculine feminine stereotypes, but this mm. boy needs to live with a woman in some capacity. Whether it be with yeah. a girl in a romantic capacity or with Aunt May, he needs a woman yeah. to yeah. take care of him. He needs or a- that nice girl across the hall. I know. I, well, oh, Ursula. Yes. Uh, well. Ursula, man. Yeah. <laughs> Peter needs away. someone to come into that apartment and just go all mommy dearest on him and, <laughs> and teach scream. him about how to store your clothes. <laughs> Beat him with a yeah. wire hanger? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, to, yeah, wire to take him to Ikea and buy a pack of wooden hangers yeah. like a <laughs> They're like yeah. $3. He has, he has super two- cheap wire hangers and then he put his spider-man suit on like one of the hangers that you get when you buy something from target yes like oh my goodness he did <laughs> the like yeah. oh that might same, be even sadder the same yeah. stuff that like cd cases are made out of that like right. hard yeah. clear plastic <laughs> i love you it. know what's extra sad about that is that he had to ask to keep that well he probably found it somewhere but yeah. When you buy something at a store with those hangers, they take the hangers away because they get yeah. to reuse them. Yeah, yeah. If you want to keep that hanger, you have to ask for it. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe now I just have a horrible image of like Peter <laughs> walking down the street in New York where somebody was throwing away a bunch of stuff. And he's like, "Hey, some hangers. All right, like I'll take that." <laughs> like, he's wandering through the garment district, dumpster diving. Yeah, there's no legitimate for scenario hangers. where he ends up with that having paid for oh, it. Dear. That's a free hanger from somewhere. Some, <laughs> some is this uh, Zach? I don't know if you remember, but is this hmm. is this uh, jacket shirt tie combo? Is this what he wore to graduation? I think it's. Very similar. I I can't remember off the top of my head. Like yeah, I was hoping. If that's the be. case, I like I like that. It looks like the same thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely the same look that type. Up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know it's been two years since the last movie, like canonically. Mm-hmm. But he had a he had a suit when he was at the end of the first movie when he went to yeah the funeral Norman Osborn's funeral. Yeah, maybe like, he had a nice suit. Did he mm. rent it? He probably rented it. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Borrowed it Some things him. you shell out for. Like <laughs> funeral suits. Maybe and your love has... interests play. Yeah. Maybe he has the presence of mind to think like, hey, you know, like the outfit I wore that time that we like made out in a cemetery and I turned her down. Maybe I shouldn't wear that. <laughs> to the play. Maybe. Maybe that one was at the cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> The one that he doesn't have in the closet at the moment. Um, his sartorial choices aside, I really do love the image of the Baron closet with just the suit and tie and the Spidey suit. I just, mm-hmm. I really love those two next to each other. And I still, I even, I did a post in the uh, the Facebook group about this. Uh, like, <laughs> whenever I have to wash my Spider-Man suit, when um, when I air dry it, I hang it up on a on a hanger in the bathroom and it looks like this and it there's some weird thrill that i get out of it like i took a picture of it I was like wow it's usually next to my towel like look at that like <laughs> hanging up your spidey suit to dry all right um i also like the uh the makeshift light that he's got in there. yes <laughs> it's like a um i can't remember oh I've, yeah i've only ever seen those in context of like a student film where we couldn't afford real lights so we got mm-hmm. like 
one of those cheapos. I think you can get them from like the hardware store where you just put a regular incandescent mm-hmm. bulb in it, but there's a reflective thing around it that makes it brighter. It's for uh, when you're working in a house and you've got to like unplug all of the lamps and ah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so like it can clip to like, uh, you know, molding or whatever. So right. that like if you're painting and you need a light, well, you get one of those and you just plug it in and move it all around uh, rather than, <laughs> um, you know, messing with lamps and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of like uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I didn't have a lot of furniture, obviously, because I packed all of my essential belongings in my car. And so when I like moved into my room, my landlord was nice enough to like loan me a fan, uh, this ancient old fan that she owned. And it was like it took me two years, I think, to upgrade to a fan of my own because I would just forget. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, this is a essential appliance that I needed and that need is filled right now. And she was nice enough to let me borrow it for a while. And then it was kind of like. Yeah, well, it's working for now. If you don't have a living girlfriend who uh, is on your case about it, it's fine, right? It's fine. It's a it's a lamp. It's a little crappy lamp. I think it's a fire hazard waiting to happen. Well, it's not like the closet's full of clothes to catch on fire. <laughs> That's a very That's good true. point. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I need to point out something. Uh, uh, this is um, um a script supervisor uh, needed to maybe maybe uh, have a talking to. Um, oh. When we get this wide shot of him putting on his jacket, the ticket and the strip of photos are on the right side of the mirror. And then when we go to the close up, it's on the left side. <laughs> in fact, in fact, when he is when we get the close up of him and he makes eye contact with it, it's on the left side of the mirror. But in that shot, it's on the right side. Yeah. And, uh, yep. That's, that's right. not great. That's not great. <laughs> you have I'm, one job. Yeah. I wonder what which of the shots is flipped then. Because I, I doubt they... Well, I, my assumption for a second was like, it was more likely that they flipped one of these shots than it was that they just changed the position of the things in the mirror. But maybe that's dumb. Maybe, maybe it's more likely they stuck it on the wrong side in like the wide. And they were like, oh, it would look better here. I don't know. Maybe? I'm not connecting with this idea fully. <laughs> um i mean i i don't know because like even in the um in the wide it's not even the ticket isn't even overlapping the photo strip the way that it is in the close-up it's just like up above it and every like it's completely different oh my god yeah (laughs) it's i don't know i don't know whose job it was to make that decision but uh (laughs) i don't even why did you even move it like why didn't you just set it up once and then just leave it there i don't understand Maybe uh, like Toby did it accidentally and they were like, you know, just reset it real quick. And uh, <laughs> whoever's job it was to keep continuity on that was like, hey, he did it right, didn't he? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. That's why you don't let Toby do things. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely That's not. fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do love the detail in the in the narrative of him keeping the ticket in the mirror, though. I, I always think that's that's kind of fun, along with obviously the, the photo strip, which like. How did he get this strip of photos? Like, did he go to the photo booth with Mary Jane and then just not be in any of the photos in the photo booth? Or did she like, were they at an event together where she went in a photo group, photo booth was like, oh, I have two copies of these. You want one, Pete? Or did he like, I, I don't know. I, here's my, my thought process is Mm -hmm. they, they made plans to go to some event that had a photo booth Uh and Peter was late 
as he normally is. Ooh. And while she was waiting for him, she went in the photo booth and took these pictures. And when he finally showed up, she was he was like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm late. And she's like, that's ah, all right. I went in the photo booth here. Have some pictures. Yeah. Look at the fun I was having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on the back, it says better luck next time, tiger or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> I kind of assumed that she's an aspiring or was now a successful model. So huh. they probably were like together on some occasion, saw a photo booth. He was like, hey, go in the photo booth and do your cute modeling stuff. And, yeah. you know, I'll keep the pictures because I'm creepy. Uh, no, that's. <laughs> And she just went along with it the whole time. Yeah. Well, it could also be um, uh, that thing where you see um, – I don't know. I don't know if this is like a real thing. I'm sure it is because it has to come from somewhere. But uh-huh. you see in movies and stuff a lot where uh, people are like, oh, like you'll have like poor struggling actors who need headshots. And yeah. they'll, they'll go in the photo booth to do their headshots. <laughs> So like maybe these are like her poor her poor person headshots and ah. uh, she was like gonna throw them out at, because she now she has real headshots and and Peter was like I'll 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 take I'll take them I'll he's like hey no don't get rid of that that's like a fun <laughs> yeah. thing she's like oh god I don't want to look at these anymore you can have them first <laughs> yeah I was like, if if her trajectory is to become a world famous model you want to hold on to the early stuff. Because then when she's world famous, it's worth more. Yes. Yes. You You can be like, hey, you know that world famous model. I've got early photos. She's a friend of mine. You know. Yeah. Look at the fun she was having because I was late. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I think think Mary Jane has already aged out of being a world famous model. (laughs) What is she in this? 2021? I think she's already aged out of it. (laughs) Oh. Unfortunately, yeah, no. That's... There's always off, off, off Broadway. Yeah, thirty-five dollars in New York. How many offs Broadway is that? Um, I feel like that's two uh, offs, maybe. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, they're doing a wild play. I mean, isn't wild in public domain by now? So it costs the theater nothing to put on, <laughs> aside from sets and costumes. It was a nice know, theater, actually. though. Like they had a doorman. Well, yeah. I mean. Dorman can be volunteers. That's true. Well, yeah, but they at least had enough clout to draw in a volunteer. Yeah, (gasps) that's true. I mean, it's a pretty busy showing. Yeah, it's a busy Uh, showing, and they printed up like special posters for it. So I feel like there's at least some money behind this. It's not just like a rinky dink. And the dressing room was pretty nice. Yeah, that's true. And the costumes in the set were pretty nice. And the two times that we see the inside of the theater, the seats are all full except for one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I love that um, the importance of being earnest is playing in off Broadway New York City. <laughs> As yeah, if, two years after the movie version came out, because we're we're still operating under the ins- the assumption that Spider Man the first movie took place in real world two thousand two. And this is two years later in Real World 2004. Sure. 2002 saw the release of The Importance of Being Earnest with Reese Witherspoon and Rupert Edward, oh. Epper, uh, Rupert, Rupert Everett. Wow, yes. that took yeah. way too much effort to say. <laughs> uh, Colin Firth was in there too. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I don't know about anything that. about Importance of Being Earnest. What What is the plot of that? <laughs> oh. Okay. oh, it's so great. The, the entire plot of the importance of being Ernest could literally be solved by the guys going down to the municipal building and legally changing their first name to Ernest. 
Yes. That would solve literally every single problem in that play. Oh. It, if I recall correctly, it's like <laughs> there's two friends and one of them has this like uh this thing he does where he likes to go pretend to be someone else in the country and he's like you should try it and he's like I guess I'll try it. I'll be earnest now. And then hijinks ensue where people fall in love, but he's not actually named Ernest, uh but they think he's named Ernest and it's mostly just a vehicle for wordplay. I don't remember a lot of the plot. Uh, I mean, it's wild. Of course, there's going to be wordplay. Yeah. (laughs) That's charming. I don't know. But yeah, these ladies are so over the moon about the idea of being with a man named Ernest. It's like their number one thing on their list. Yeah. I mean, wow. Well, don't you guys have names that you like? Yeah, but I'm not going to like throw away my entire life plans if i run up against one person that has this specific name i'm not i'm not particularly fond of the name Lindsay, but I, if you looked at my history of dating girls it's like i i mean it's like two-fifths of them are named Lindsay. so <laughs> what's that uh that john green book an abundance of catherine's where like the guy's like right i've just dated did katie's and catherine's the entire time that's insane yeah. yeah i don't know sometimes you fall in name ruts that's fine uh i don't know if that's a thing you should actively pursue though like if it's no. a- <laughs> pursuing no, you need to actively pursue whatever attraction you want yeah. I, I suppose if you're, I suppose. If you're attracted to the a name then yeah. you get to pursue it because that's what you like. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. If you are into names, you know, more power to you <laughs> if, <laughs> if the people are willing, I guess. Um, I don't know. Like, I like the name Bethany. That's a good one. Um, but So do I. I've only run into like four <laughs> in my life and I'm dating one and Scott's dating one. So that's <laughs> Um. Yep. Yep. That's weird. Um, yep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so I do, I do, uh, you know, for as much as we talk about, you know, we talked about this a lot in the last season. It hasn't been coming up as much this season, but we talked about the idea that uh, we, we really talked about the importance of being earnest, but like uh, <laughs> earnest as in the, uh, the I don't know, state of mind. Um, yeah, the adjective. And, yeah, the <laughs> adjective. In, uh, in the first season, we talked about how earnest that movie is and why that kind of makes it. Uh, feel a little uh, different than a lot of other superhero films that are, you know, sort of poking fun at themselves a lot. Whereas the, mm-hmm. these movies don't really do that. They poke fun of Peter Parker, but they're not really poking fun at the fact that they're do- making a superhero movie. Yeah. Um, it's all played very earnestly. And uh, so I just, the, the the fact that her play is the importance of being earnest just, uh, I don't know, struck a funny chord with me. Oh, I think I think there's a pretty good chance that that's the reason they chose it for, for this. I mean, beyond that, it's a play with themes about people pretending to be people they're not, I guess, or secret identities. Just literally, yeah, it's, it's an earnest movie. It's important to be earnest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the character that MJ is playing, her name is Cecily. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst or MJ, either one of those two actresses could play Cecily. Yeah, they have the the personality and the physical attributes to play Cecily. Cecily is an obnoxious character. She is naive <laughs> and romantic, overly romantic, and one she doesn't say. think of anything else besides like just. This perfect romantic situation, yeah. which includes her beau being named Ernest, and she can't get over it if his name isn't Ernest. Yeah. So, 
both both Kirsten Dunst and MJ, what's her name, last name? Uh, Mary Jane Watson. Thank you. Could play this character of Cecily. Which is probably why they had Reese Witherspoon play her in the 2002 movie. Yes, because she's also exactly... Yeah, and uh, yeah, and Reese Witherspoon and Kirsten Dunst are the same like physical type. They probably totally. are up for the same parts a lot. Yeah, in our um one of our weekend bugles where we watched um, Pleasantville, we talked about like, oh man, Reese Witherspoon would make a great uh, <laughs> make a great Mary Jane or a great uh, uh, Gwen Stacy uh, mm-hmm. in these in these films. She's just mm-hmm. she's just the right type for it. It's all that same that same group there. So yeah, that's a fun detail. I like it. It's a it's yeah. an appropriate choice for the the picture um i love this shot of the theater itself when we get to it that like you know nighttime backlot uh streets of new york city shenanigans um it's quite, kind of magical with some weird font choices I guess. uh yeah, yeah yeah the american horror story font is it's uh, we, uh weird i guess it's only weird now i guess it probably wouldn't yeah have been weird i don't then. i don't think it's weird i think uh, american horror story chose that font because their first season murder house was a Victorian era house, mm, and right. and okay. the importance of being earnest is a Victorian era play. Okay, and this is a Victorian font, well, vaguely, I guess. I yeah, evokes yeah. I think old so. Era. <clears throat> okay, all right. There's a top enough. hat. You know that that makes it look uh, <laughs> yeah, Victorian. It a top hat. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, we don't want to skip over. Uh, oh, of course not. <laughs> we, we don't want to oh, skip no. over <laughs> Ditkovich's uh, desperation for the rent, which I don't know. I just say, like, if you're that desperate for it, dude, like, why aren't you knocking on his door constantly? Like, why are you? You're so desperate that you're gonna run out of the bathroom with your pants hanging, <laughs> like, hanging between your legs. Like, what? <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't understand. We came dangerously close to seeing his Dickovich. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it. I mean, it works visually for the joke. The idea that there's this imaginary barrier at the door, where as soon as Peter crosses that threshold, he's like fair game to be attacked for money. Um, but it doesn't really work like logically in the world uh, in terms of just get your money, Dickovich. Like, I don't know. Talk to Pete all the time. It, well, see, it's it's tough to get people kicked out of your apartments because renters have rights. Oh, and so mm. hounding Peter for money every chance he gets is probably the the farthest he can go yeah. without, you know, lawyering up. And I mean, he's more or less like, can we agree that he's kind of a slumlord? Yeah. 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 Uh, possibly. I mean, I don't yeah. want to cast, you know, racial <laughs> stereotypes at people. But. No, no. Just, <laughs> he owns this building above the, you know. Uh, above his uh, TV repair shop, and he rents it out to weirdos like this kid. So yeah, yeah. it's not he a nice. He himself place. said that he has eyes like a rodent. I mean, that's yeah, right. Not a, it's not a flattering, like <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not a flattering thing to describe yourself with. Although Peter's apartment doesn't seem to be unsafe in any way, well, other than just, the fire hazards. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which he probably did himself. Yeah, but it could, it, everything in this building could definitely do with a new coat of paint. Yes, I think they need to sound, but aesthetically, not so much. I think they need to scrape off uh, like about a dozen uh, <laughs> coats of paint before they uh, put down a new one, because um, it's a, it's a, it's it is a multi layered disaster. Um, yeah, um, it's got charm. It does yeah. Charm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at like the banister and stuff. Like this hallway could be really beautiful. 
Yeah, it could it's, be. It's a cool, it's a well-designed building. It's an interesting, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. not an ugly architecture. It's just really, you know, grimy. It's just grimy. Yeah, it's just yeah. old. Yeah. Um, it could be It could be great if uh, if Ditkovich was uh, getting his rent from his renters. Uh, maybe he'd be able to afford <laughs> to clean this place up a little bit. Uh, maybe. I also need to point out the uh, the very famous uh, payphone in the hallway that will be used oh, in the next movie. <laughs> yes. There it is. <laughs> Waiting to be to be immortalized to yeah into the hallway there mm-hmm. um i also think we might have solved our door mystery in this minute um because we see as peter exits his his apartment and shuts off the lights that the glass in his door goes black immediately and almost looks like a regular solid door yeah after that it's true yeah. i i i didn't take into account how shiny these doors are the paint has a mm-hmm. lot of gloss yeah, uh, on so doors. it seems to match the the texture once it's closed. It just all looks like one dark door. One yeah, dark, dark glossy door. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good old Ursula, oh, bless her heart. Yeah. She deserves so much better. Yeah, she has a heart of gold, and is such a sweet person. Yeah, and people just brush her off like nothing. Like. I mean, I know I'm willing to accept that MJ is the love of Peter's life and blah, 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 blah. But she mm-hmm. is dating not to ruin everyone's time if they're only <laughs> watching this one minute at a time. But she's literally dating a jock astronaut. Like, uh-huh. Peter could do a lot worse. He really yeah. could. Yeah. No, I mean, the daughter the, of his landlord. <laughs> the Ursula yeah. problem is is one that we'll return to a few times in this film in that it's um, I may, maybe we'll save the deeper tissue discussion for the cake scene. But uh, she is so she, she's cast so adorable and so charming that it almost makes no sense that he's not at all interested in her. It's yeah. just she's great. <laughs> she, like, I think the only trouble with her character is that her wardrobe so firmly cements her in 2004. <laughs> it does. I, I, but I think it's there to accentuate how, how thin she is. Cause they're, mm. they're I, it seems like she was cast pretty much for that cracker joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if, uh, if, if promises were crackers, my daughter would be fat and then cut to, cut to Ursula. her, <laughs> to her p- poor little Ursula. <laughs> She's great. And it's, uh, well, yeah, we're gonna have a larger conversation about her in the cake scene. Indeed, um, um, I is this is this normal? All of these uh, publicity photos for okay, what 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 is that thing called where um where a play hasn't been staged professionally in a while and then they bring it back? What is that called? Uh, a revival. Revival. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is this is this normal that you would do publicity photos for like an importance of being earnest revival like this? <sighs> It depends how much money they have, I guess, is yeah. what it all comes down to. Because um, I feel like, 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 basically, you would maybe get like the posters made for it, and maybe you would have like some cast photos. But it, the one that really trips me up is the like large print shot of MJ, yeah, just like in her little notepad there. Like that is a very costly uh, uh, type of signage to actually commission for an right. Author. Broadway play. like I saw I saw a book of Mormon in Chicago and even that didn't have a photo like that yeah it's like you advertise the play and then when you get inside you can see some pictures of the cast but like to have just big old glamour shot of her it's um 
I don't know. It maybe it's a holdover from the the billboard thing where it feels like the billboard was originally a uh, idea of like, oh, she's a famous actress. She's famous on this billboard. And then it didn't really make sense. So, oh, that's a modeling gig she got. But she still has these giant photos of herself in front of the play itself. Like mm. as if this were a movie premiere. I don't know. It feels it feels like it's co- the idea is coming from a slightly different reality than the one we're actually in where. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> She's really You can made definitely it. tell someone in Hollywood made up this set instead <laughs> of someone who, you know, knows Broadway. Well, off, off, off Broadway. Okay, I'm looking at the theater. It is not off, off, off Broadway. Um, this theater is really nice. It, okay, you can have really nice theaters and have them be off Broadway. Like we know, it's canonically at least one off Broadway because it said it on the ticket, right? So yes, it's not. Yeah, on. It's not like Broadway, Broadway. This is, I don't know. But this is know. not some like slummy back alley theater. This no. is nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the theater scene was like in 2004-ish. So, you know, maybe maybe they're <laughs> really struggling to fill this. And they're like, oh, a revival of importance of being earnest. And we'll really get excited about it because we haven't had a, a play in here in a while. And so that's maybe why they're going all out with it or something. I don't know. I only know like the LA theater scene, which is, this is, Abs- absurd that a play would get this much money put towards it basically <laughs> <laughs> like you know maybe in the noho arts district if somebody some patron had like a ton of money and they really like revamped a space but it's all like you know it used to be a strip mall now it's a theater and we're doing our play there come see it please please for the yeah. love of god come see our play well <laughs> i mean it's 2004 wicked is still you know on broadway mm-hmm. and that's a huge ticket show so, I mean, they've got to get literally anything they can to get butts in the seats to draw them away from yeah. these bigger ticket shows. Yeah. Also, it seems to me, and yeah. I, I may be wrong, but it seems to me that Wicked kind of sparked a revival of, like, Broadway being a popular place to go. Hmm. At hmm. least in the in the scheme of pop culture and, you know, the, yeah. the country as a whole. Yeah. Well. I mean, I'd argue that you could even go back to 96 with Rent and that and style of music being more pop-oriented. Mm-hmm. I Oh, I suppose so. The moment you make Broadway music more pop-ish and you can insert it more into the mainstream so that it's not yeah. just the theater kids that are going crazy for it. Right. It's yeah. everybody else in the high school that is able to like get on board with it. Right. right. They're me, buying the album and listening to the music all the time. And... Let me right. pause you for a second. There were no kids in high school who were buying the Rent soundtrack and going crazy about it who weren't the theater kids. <laughs> Let's not, <laughs> not um, make too many big assumptions here. <laughs> Rick was a theater kid, so he doesn't know. Oh, okay, I really fair, have yeah. a poor frame of reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When was... I was not a theater kid, and nobody in my high school Did had Did your rent. high school even have theater? Well, no, but nobody mm. was sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> were you a theater kid, Scott? Was that a thing that you were into? No, in no. My, my, uh, my, my, my high school was too... My high school was a junior-senior high school, so... Oh, wow. It, it, oh, it was okay. very small, and we did, not, uh, we did not have enough people for uh, a theater department. Yeah, I got I got into the, the theater department late in in high school. I only did two plays in high school, but then I majored in theater Oof. in uh, in college. So hey, it all worked out. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was only the theater kids who knew what Rent was. When was when was the the big Lion King musical? Because I feel like that's like the biggest money maker ever around that around that time. 
right? Yeah, that was like revolutionary in its presentation. <sighs> like the big puppets, I guess, for lack of a better word. Yeah, big hat things. Yeah, that was. Yeah, some- yeah. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. somewhere in the. That was somewhere around Rent time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the late nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like there's a there's a big hit musical every like three years. Um, (laughs) it seems like it's like almost like clockwork like every three to five years there's another massive massive hit musical yeah they're like cicadas yeah yeah Yeah. we just had hamilton two years ago so we're about we're at least we're at least a year away from another massive massive hit (laughs) yeah i don't think evan hansen counts yet but it's it's in the ballpark um one thing, one other thing, I guess, to, a detail to note here in this uh, Broadway off Broadway, is it really Broadway discussion here? Is that the theater we're looking at, this Lyric Theater here, is not the actual Lyric Theater in New York City. It's a fake Lyric Theater on a back lot. In, oh, in I just Studios. assumed that there was no real Lyric Theater and that this was just a back lot. <laughs> no, there is one. <laughs> yeah, oh. there's, there is a real Lyric Theater in, in New York, which I had a info blurb about that I lost. But uh, it's not. it doesn't look anything like this. This is the Universal Studios back lot version of, uh, of a Broadway theater. So they dressed it up for Spider-Man 2. So, huh. I guess- so the real Lyric Theater, how mm-hmm. far off Broadway is that one? Nobody, no. Uh, Lyric Theater, New York City. I wonder how long that takes to access in my brain space, by which I mean type it into Google. <laughs> um, the Lyric Theater in New York City uh, is where they had <laughs> Spider-Man turn off the, the dark, um, West 43rd Street. Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I bad. wonder if they picked that on purpose because it's in this movie. <laughs> That's entirely possible. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess they renamed it the Foxwood wow. Theater for a while, but yeah. A lot um, of people so, got hurt in that theater. Yeah, um, but they classify <laughs> it as a legitimate Broadway theater, uh, the uh, the Lyric Theater. So, okay. I don't know. So there's like two layers of fiction here in that it's not the real Lyric Theater, and the real Lyric Theater is a Broadway theater, but in this world, it's an off-Broadway theater. So... Anything goes? I don't know. Without without a legitimate I mean basically without a movie star slumming it in a play, there's no yeah. way that the importance of being earnest goes on Broadway. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's just not a thing, thing about the interesting thing about the Lyric Theater uh mm-hmm. starting spring 2018, they're going to be having the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child parts 1 and oh. 2. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we we wrung a lot out of this sixty seconds of footage here. I'd yeah, say. yeah. I mean, there's we a lot going on here. With, we wrap up with Mary Jane saying, "Oh, you never know who's coming," and all I have to say is, "Or not coming." Hey, Tis. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah I, she's she's kind of setting herself up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she knows that there's at least a 50 50 chance that peter is not going to be there so her getting all like excited and yeah. sharing that excitement with somebody else so yeah. that her disappointment is now being shared with somebody else and, and the embarrassment of that disappointment, disappointment. Yeah. yeah yeah she's she's forgetting my rule of thumb if you have low expectations there will be no disappointment Hey, mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes uh, parable, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh I 
I, I feel for her. She's excited. It's a play. I don't know. I don't and know. And if they're going on in five minutes, she is not wearing enough clothing. No. For five goodness, minutes. No. Yeah. She's not wearing a dress. Yeah. She's going to be in that a lot is of her, trouble. That is her underwear. Yeah. Did we mention earlier on, I can't remember at this point, how um, blatant and hitting you over the head the lyrics are to hold on? Like, I'm looking at them right now, and uh-huh. it's so not subtle. <laughs> well, I mean, Jet, not known as lyricists. Um, <laughs> or for subtlety, they, I suppose. They don't paint yeah. with, a, with a light brush. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's why their ballads aren't usually very good. Um, uh, what are the the uh operative lyrics there that sort of really uh <laughs> line up with we our start themes? off at the beginning of the song it says you tried so hard to be someone that you forgot who you are you tried to fill some emptiness till all you had spilled over nice. now everything's so far away that you don't know where you are and i'm like oh come on come on <sighs> come on Raimi. you're killing me <laughs> am i am i wrong here scott or is this the first time in these films that we've had a non like like a like a needle drop song like not part of the score as, uh, as soundtrack i don't yeah i don't remember i yeah i think the um all the needle hmm. drops in the first film i if I'm not mistaken, there's only Macy Gray and it's some like 41, and they're yeah. both diegetic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, <laughs> Uncle Ben's jamming to some 41 <laughs> on the way to New York, <laughs> uh, the way to the city. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think those are those are technically diegetic. I don't remember a uh, proper needle drop in the first film. So I think you're, I think you're probably right. Yeah, it's probably why this feels different. Yeah. 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 This movie's yeah. loaded with needle drops crazy yeah Yeah. i mean if you want a i well some would say best of 2004 i'm I'm having a hard time keeping a straight face (laughs) it's not a bad soundtrack no it's no it's a really good soundtrack as opposed to the first film soundtrack which is horrible Um, (laughs) it's really uh, we got vindicated out of this one and that's all that matters so yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) The yellow card song is pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Okay. So I think that's it. Uh, mm. So we uh, we will be back to talk about minute twenty five tomorrow. Uh, what, Rick, Julia, tell people where they can find you. All right. Well, if people want to find us, we are on iTunes and Google Play in the Mad Max Minute podcast. Nice. You can find us on our website, MadMaxMinute.com, on Twitter at Mad Max Minute. We're even on Facebook with Mad Max Minute, and we have a listener page called Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, the smooth uh, plug. That <laughs> is one of my that is one of my absolute favorite uh Facebook group uh names is uh yep. is that one. <laughs> yep, we Beyond are gearing up to start talking about Beyond Thunderdome April 9th. Mm. Yep. And uh and then for our Patreon supporters um julia is producing our weekend content we are going to be looking at hook five minutes at a time oh no way nice great that's the plan we went from one movie where an older man gets surrounded by kids that he has to take care of and we just hopped into another one where an older guy (laughs) stumbles into a bunch of kids and he's got to take care of them oh man bang a ring yeah yep (laughs) yep (laughs) We've we've made several hook references this season, I think. Oh, yeah. Um just earlier, uh MJ put her 
her her hand on Peter's face, and uh, I I said, "There you are, Peter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are the pan." <laughs> so, yeah. it's like poetry, you know, it rhymes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back tomorrow at minute twenty-five. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.